Hello and welcome again to another edition of Irreligiosophy, where since January 2009 we have been doing what God could not by chasing out the chariots of iron. Yet not even Yahweh himself could chase out chariots of iron, but we can do it. We'll clear out those inhabitants of the valley. Fuck their chariots of iron. <laughs> yeah, God can kill all the firstborn, but once he sees iron, uh, apparently his power is shunted to ground. Yeah, he can make the goddamn sun stand still for Joshua just so he can get more killing in, but he can't fucking drive out. It's like his kryptonite iron. Oh, chariots <laughs> of iron. Fuck. Oh, shit. You guys are on your own. I'll see you later. I wish they. <laughs> I sure wish they hadn't invented those chariots of iron. <laughs> God's one Achilles heel. So, so the audience probably can't guess what our podcast today is about. Um, would you well, like to fill them in? Yes, we are going to cornhole chariots of iron. Excellent. It's about time they got their holes corned. And I promise there will be complimentary reach arounds. <laughs> That's awfully nice of you. Uh, <laughs> leave it to Leighton to extend that promise. I, I am a generous lover. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> uh, you know, before we get to the skunk dicks, I did want to bring up an email I got from a listener named Park uh, after berating me for not getting back to him fast enough. Because, as we all know, I got nothing else to do. I'm just sitting around hoping that one of you listeners is going to fucking email me. Yeah, yeah. You guys uh, bitch and moan about your emails not being written back. That's Charlie. So you can see how much he cares about the fans by responding to them. I think we, we have made our compassion for our listeners clear, right? Is there any confusion whatsoever about well, I, how, how I, much I've we care? Th there is one thing. If pictures are sent, I certainly respond back faster. Jesus. <laughs> um, well, you know, so after berating me for not getting back to him fast enough... Uh, he mentions that he's been, you know, having this email exchange from the Evans for Faith guys, and he had an epiphany because it's so frustrating hitting point by point these guys. So he's actually going to start addressing their underlying motivations and their control beliefs. So he's uh, started up a, a group called Reforming Counter Apologetics on Atheist Nexus. So if anyone's interested in that, head on over and help him out. We'll see if this uh, revolutionizes counter apologetics and gets rid of all Christianity. Yeah, you know, that, that sounds both interesting and ideal. And I can guarantee as soon as if I give up procrastination, I will be the first to sign up. Was that procrastination or masturbation? It's difficult. I have trouble with both. You can't. It's hard to remember 30 seconds ago. Well, astination is about I catch from all of this. So. <laughs> all right. Can we move on to skunk dicks now? Uh, no, no. Before we move on to skunk dicks, there's an announcement. Uh, there's an idea I had about an irreligiosophy pre-show where it'll be released on Sunday. It'll we're uh, or at least my idea is to pick out of our fan base to find hosts to actually host this pre-show. And as far as I'm concerned, they can talk about uh, irreligiosophy, what we've talked about, what we missed, or whatever the fuck they want. But this is all just to get you guys off our asses, because as soon as Tuesday comes, there's more bitching and whining from our fan base than a 10-year-old girl. You don't enjoy that? I, I kind of... I'll delay the podcast a couple of days just to see how many goddamn whiny posts we get. Well, no, no, I didn't say I didn't enjoy it. I'm just pointing well, what, out that... What's the whole idea about then? 
You're, you're taking my enjoyment away from me by putting this pre-show up and decreasing the whiny posts. All right. Truth be told, I'm trying to show my sensitive side here. I'm very in touch with my feminine side. You, I have a sneaking suspicion as with all of Layton's ideas, it's just a ruse to uh, score chicks. You know, that statement right there is hurtful. It doesn't matter how true it is. It's still hurtful. <laughs> it's, I have a sneaking suspicion that Layton's entire presence on this podcast is a ruse to score chicks. That's it. Once You're again, using this podcast as a dating service. You know, just because we're skeptics doesn't mean we have to tell the truth and nothing but the truth all the time. So, if you're, <laughs> if, if you're female, please send your video to Layton. <laughs> and now that Charlie has demeaned it enough, if you're male, you can send it too, because I am not the final word. We've already picked one of the hosts... We're just looking for someone, yes, it's a she, someone to compliment her. <laughs> so, <laughs> shocked. I'm shocked that it's female. You're shocked uh, that I picked a woman for the lead host? I'm yeah. shocked that you picked a woman. Um, I'm shocked that I let her out of the kitchen so she could be lead host. <laughs> Lord. Uh, so, all right. So, is she going to pick the uh, other co-host? So one uh, basically, I'm going to shuffle through all those we get, and the ones I like, I'm going to send her way and let her decide. All right, so one of the co-hosts has been picked. So there's one slot left for Layton's idea. Yes, and uh, as we all know, my ideas all lead to me getting laid, so I expect a lot of help from our fans. You've seen my ugliness. Please help. So, uh, if uh, you have a pair of boobs, then send Layton a video and... He'll he'll uh, tell you how nice they are. Not just a pair. Of, <laughs> not just a pair of boobs, but if you can make your balls look like a pair of boobs, that'll work too. Good I like me some ball cleavage. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so, are you ready for skunk dicks now? Not yet. Uh, we <laughs> apparently one of our bastard listeners nominated us for yet another worthless internet award. What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't we have enough work to do keeping your asses happy and now you're throwing us to the wolves in the world? Good lord. Uh, you know, I can't be asked to go over there. I'm so fucking tired right now. I can't even go over to the link. But if you guys... Here's the deal. Some guy sent us some, some sort of notification that we were... Uh, uh, nominated and in the top 10 atheist podcasts of the year. Which I'm for, sure there are only 15 atheist podcasts. For, so yeah, if that. Apparently Skeptical Guide to the Universe. Skeptic's Guide, is that what? I SGU. have no fucking clue. It's better for you. <laughs> Apparently SGU isn't an atheist podcast. They're just a skeptical podcast. So we got an email saying we've been nominated for you know the top 10 atheist podcasts of the year for 2010. But only the f the top five will go through. So, uh, you know, we we've we came up with some good material to ream Todd Cochrane if if we had gotten through the podcast awards. But you fuckers didn't vote for us. So yeah, here's your chance. Here's, here's your, your chance, chance to actually endear yourselves to us. We hate you as our right. fan base. Absolutely, you're nothing but leeches, parasites. Yeah. Speaking of leeches and parasites, did you see what they did to our bandwidth this month? Yeah. You, you fuckers sucked more bandwidth out of uh, our servers. 
this month than we did the entire year of 2009. Yeah, well, what the what hell? What the hell? You guys we got bills to pay. Got, yeah, you think we've just got this bandwidth sitting here so you can take advantage of it? Fuck you. Stay off our servers. So, about.com, vote for us or don't. I don't give two shits. Yeah, really, if we're voted and it pops up, I'm going to make an ass of myself. If it doesn't, trust me, I'm not losing any sleep. <laughs> if it doesn't, he'll make an ass of himself a week later. Yes, regularly, same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, okay, let's get to the skunk dicks. All right, well, I think we should start with Republican Jack Kingston on Evolution. Did you hear about this one? Yes, it was on his appearance on uh, Bill Maher. Yeah, it was uh, it was really entertaining because he's sitting there and they ask him if he believes in evolution and of course he answers uh, I believe I came from God not from a monkey so the answer is no and everybody at the table except one person just dives in it was like watching a shark with blood in the water what I like turns- about this the most is that Bill Maher asks him and he's like a deer caught in headlights, like, oh, shit. There's a big pause, right? Like, he yeah. understands, I think, before he rallies, he understands how stupid he is about to make himself look. He has to do it because of his constituency, but he, he's not going to relish the next ten minutes of his life. <laughs> oh, no. And they... He realizes it. About halfway through the video, because he actually turns to, I guess, his partner is his friend, and he says, well, come on, dude, help me out. And that guy says, sorry, I can't. I believe in evolution. Sorry, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> you're a moron. And you are the, uh, yeah, you, you take the moron prize at this little gathering. He pulls out all the stops. He's, I didn't come from a monkey. I don't believe a monkey was my grandpa. There's no missing link. Where are the transitional fossils? He's got the whole shooting match. Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference between adaption and evolution. I yep. mean, we're talking this dude micro, was pulling macro. Out like a parachute. It was it was fantastic. So, uh, for that representative Jack Kingston, Republican, of course, from Georgia, you are wow. candidate number one, Skunk Dick of the Week. I'm just glad he's not in charge of the school systems. Uh, one of my favorites this week was Utah may adopt a state gun. Yeah, this is about as useful as a monkey fucking a doorknob, so... Maybe more useful. We have a state flower. We got a state fossil. Apparently we have a fucking state cooking pot. Now we're debating in our legislature whether or not we should have a state gun. Yeah. Because nothing nothing says peaceful Mormon community like a fucking Browning M1911. Yeah, basically a 9 mil semi-automatic. And for some reason, just because Browning uh, was the one that came up with it, he's from Utah, and yes, for uh, probably about 70 years, it was the sidearm of choice in the military. We now need to have it as our state gun. Yeah, you know, it couldn't have come at a better time. Maybe perhaps right after the Columbine shooting might have been a better time to have a state gun. But of course, you know... Uh, an Arizona senator was shot in the head just a couple weeks ago, and so now we gotta. Now I think it's the best time. Yeah. We gotta, you know, adopt a state gun. We got, we gotta have a state gun. How the fuck we not have a state gun? Yeah, and you know, uh, how else could we possibly honor John Moses Browning? 
How else? Oh, I don't know. Maybe make a statue. But wait, a statue would cost money, and uh, just having a state gun cost us nothing. Yeah, I think um, when it comes to useless gestures, this is probably uh, one of the best. Let's one have a state. Best. Let's have a state something. Let's I'd like say, to hear you know, what, what else you have on that list that is beating this out. I'm talking about a gesture to to John Moses Browning. Well, that's what. <laughs> Fuck a statue. Let's just let's do something completely useless. Let's just you know have a state. Gun. Why don't we have a state bald dude, and you know that'll be John Moses Browning. Well, we've got twenty one other official symbols. Why not just throw more in there? State fingernail, maybe. Let's have a state dick, a state penis, and I I uh, nominate Brigham Young because it was well, the most active penis probably in the last hundred and fifty years. All right, all right. But if there's a state penis, there's going to be a state ass, and I better get that award. I'm not sure who the state vagina would go to. Hmm. If it was California, it'd be the Octomom, but I don't know if we have a, a Utah equivalent of the Octomom. Eh. Well, I'm sure there's a vagina out there willing to make that sacrifice. So, um, All right, we're taking submissions for the state vagina for Utah. <laughs> Just email the, your uh, candidates to Layton. <laughs> and I will personally walk them into Utah legislature and hand it to them. It couldn't be worse than having... It could not be more embarrassing than having a state gun. Well, where else are you going to hide the gun? State <laughs> vagina. Of course. I say we move on to priest words spark scuffle at funeral of gay activist. Now, what, what happened is in Uganda, there's a, a whole massive fight over gay rights, and uh, the Uganda government is even talking about putting in uh, death sentences for acts of aggravated homosexuality. And the hell, uh, the hell does that mean? Aggravated. It must mean they is were that, really grunting and into it. Does that mean they were enjoying it too much? Yeah. God, yeah, that was uh, aggravated homosexuality. The neighbors could hear them. It's homosexuality without the use of lubrication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would definitely be aggravating. <laughs> <laughs> and we 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 count spit as lubrication. We're talking complete dry here. So uh, right, exactly. That is that is definitely aggravated homosexuality. So this this uh, was a gay man who was a, an activist for gay rights. Uh, and he was bludgeoned to death outside of his home last week with a hammer in the broad daylight. Yeah. Now, prior to this, they had a uh, magazine, I guess, if you want to call it that, that it, it published a bunch of pictures of suspected gay people, and the caption underneath was, Hang them. And this guy's name uh, and photo was published. So yeah. he'd been receiving a bunch of death threats. Of course, the police say it had nothing to do with uh, his gayness or his gay activism, uh, even though you know the whole fucking state of Uganda is uh, mulling over a uh, you know executing homosexuals. Uh, had nothing to do with his homosexual activism or his homosexuality. It was just a robbery that went wrong because you know when I step outside in the middle of my house, um, a bunch of people attempt to rob me with hammers every fucking well, day of my life. I've been involved in several robberies myself and I have used a hammer on people. It's it's much more effective than a knife or a gun because when people yeah. see a hammer in your hand, they know you mean business. Yeah, I tend to reserve my hammer 
for my uh, gay robbings. I have to ascertain first that they're gay, and then I'll use a hammer as opposed to something else. Excuse me while I whip this out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this uh, priest who's overseeing the funeral, with all the sensitivity of, uh, I don't know, a Leighton, says... That's some pretty low sensitivity. (laughs) Homosexuality is evil and will be punished by God. You must repent. Even the animals know the difference between a male and a female. This is the Anglican priest Thomas Masoki above this guy's fucking coffin. And what I have in response to that is, fuck you, what about our gay penguins? Yeah. Well, they're technically birds, not animals, right? Well... How about the gay dogs that Boggs talked about on the forum? <laughs> even even the animals know the difference between them. Look, asshole, the male of the species typically across all of nature uh, is less sexually selective than a female. That's why you'll find a male dog humping a fire hydrant or a tree. Rarely <laughs> will you find a female dog humping a tree. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we need a hole about the proper size, but even the proper size doesn't matter. <laughs> so, of course, there's homosexuality. Uh, look at the bonobos, for God's sakes. But these guys don't fucking care about science. They don't give a shit. <laughs> of course, to them, you know, all uh, species are monogamous, right? Black widows yeah. don't kill their fucking husbands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Praying I mean, mantises in the middle of having sex don't bite the head off the They're middle. all, you know, caterpillars just monogamous. You know, it's across the bacteria, you know, go and get married to female bacteria. And, you know, it's I've all... I've been to a bacteria wedding. It's, it's very nice. <laughs> it's all even. They're all, you know, perfectly monogamous and heterosexual. Anyway, um, the... Uh, leader of the sexual minorities group in Uganda uh, pulled the microphone away from the priest as he's saying this, and a big old fight ensued. Oh, God. I, it amazes me. It amazes me. A fucking priest, a, a guy who died, uh, most likely, fuck the police, this guy died because he was a gay rights activist. And then to sit up at his funeral and say, uh, homosexuality is evil, be punished by God, fuck you, fuck you, asshole. Well, the police are dicks as well, because as soon as they stop the melee, they they grab the priest and quickly get him to safety. Fuck you, asshole. Right. What about the gay dude who everybody wants to hang? Right, you gotta protect the fucking Anglican dumbass priest. Ugh, God. All right, uh... That, God, that's got my vote, the fucking Anglican... Ugandan I'm, priest. I'm with you on this one. Uh, the police, all of Uganda at this point is a skunk dick in my opinion. Uh, let's feed that into the computer. What we got? We got police say mother admits killing teenage children for being mouthy. Yeah, mother in Tampa, Florida, has admitted in detail to killing her two teenage children. Uh, apparently, uh, they mouthed off to her. They talked back, right? She did yeah. tell us that they talked back, that they were mouthy. Uh, but I don't think that will ever serve as an explanation to the rest of us of how you could take a child's life. Au contraire! <laughs> yes, yes. In fact, she is a true Christian. Because Exodus twenty-one seventeen. He that curseth his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. 
Absolutely. You know, if you disrespect your mother or father according to the Old Testament, you should be stoned. I don't know if she properly carried out a stoning, but uh, she's just following what the Bible says. Yeah, she's putting them to death. Yeah, and uh, Deuteronomy twenty-one eighteen through 21 talks about how if you have a stubborn and rebellious son, you drag him to the elders of the city and say, this dude's an asshole, and then the entire city gets to stone him. Right, so I don't know what this uh, Tampa police spokeswoman, she's clearly an atheist and not a Christian. If she were a Christian, she'd be standing up there saying, uh, this woman has done her duty as, as a Christian before God and uh, murdered those kid, those yeah. mouthy kids. Why is it all you atheistic police and judges are out there persecuting Christianity? Right, exactly. <laughs> Let these people follow the Bible as it was written. Yes, this is your religion, so why don't we allow it? All right, uh, enough of the skunk dicks. Let's get into the actual meat of the podcast, which is our interview with Eli of Chariots of Iron. Oh, so we're not going to cornhole him. We're just going to interview him. This time. Well, uh, hello all, and uh, welcome back. Uh, right now, we have a special guest. We have Eli from Chariots of Iron, and this is all Charlie's doing, so he should have all the praise, I'm sure. Yeah, right. I set this whole thing up. Yeah, Eli, exactly. you're from Chariots of Iron, and uh, tell us where that quote comes from, because this is one of my favorite quotes of the Bible. Uh, it's Judges 119. It's where um, Joshua is, uh, with the help of Jehovah, getting rid of uh, people in the mountains and the plains, right? Enemies. Right, and the Lord was with Judah, and he... Uh, I forget the exact quote, because it was Lamar that came up with it, but uh, <laughs> we used it as our <laughs> intro for so long. We just got rid of that intro. So the like, Lord was with Judah, and he drove out the peop the inhabitants of the hill country, but he could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley, because they had chariots of iron. There we go. It was in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in that long dialogue. So much for the <laughs> omnipotence of God. Yeah. Yes, exactly, and uh, it's funny because we recently got an email from a, a, a Jewish gal who says, well, but a tent peg beats chariots of iron later on in Judges, and Lamar and I's response to that is, right, human ingenuity can do it. God can't. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole point of the show. Exactly. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself here? Well, I am pretty much a lifelong classic spiritual but not religious until uh, – right about the time I got out of the military. And my partner on the show, Lamar, uh, was raised Pentecostal. And Is that your life partner? No, not at all. No, no. I'm, I am married. I have a four-year-old daughter. Uh... Well, wait, wait, wait. Don't you think that makes you overqualified to talk to a bunch of Internet geeks? I mean, you actually have slept with a woman. That's more than at least 90 percent. <laughs> <laughs> no response to that <laughs> no real response to that because I kind of fit the classic mold of the internet geek um, while I was waiting for you guys to call I was playing Super Meat Boy in my uh, den of nerd here Excellent. which contains role playing game books and wargaming miniatures <laughs> what drugs do you use on your wife <laughs> uh, lots and lots of Demerol, man. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. So, what made you decide to do the podcast? Well, all the all the atheist authors were coming out with their books, and uh, I was a regular reader of Frangula because I've always been kind of a, a science advocate and fan. I, I just kind of followed that, and that got me tied into P. Z. Meyer's blog, and I was reading his, and 
I was an early adopter of Atheist Nexus and kind of got drawn into the little controversy when they first started up and ended up talking to the guy who's running it now, Brother Richard. And I had had this other idea with, uh, with uh, our friend Joe, who now uh, he's the host of Atheist News. And we were going to do kind of Wait. a YouTube series, like an Joe. MST3K on uh, creationist videos and such. Wait, you're friends with Joe, the bastard who took the podcast award home this Have year? Have you broken his knees yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, he used he was on Chariots of Iron until uh, this past summer. Wait, was he the one that got scurvy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that that was the joke that he got scurvy, although Lamar is ex-Navy, so I think he's the more viable candidate for that disease. <laughs> we well, could we couldn't tell if that was a joke or not. It was, it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> well, that's good because we kept thinking there's just not enough vitamin C in Cheetos. So. <laughs> this is probably too. Joe does does eat a fairly vegetable-free diet, but no, he, he just had, had the flu or something. Excellent. <laughs> we can put that one to bed. Well, that's too bad. I was really looking forward to continuing with that joke on scurvy. I've just never known anybody <laughs> in this day and age to get it. No, no none of us have actually had scurvy. That's too bad. Uh, that's but awesome. Nothing, nothing against your health, but that's too bad. So Joe took home the honors for the podcast award. Did they send him this massive trophy, or what did he get for it? I don't know. Frankly, uh, I have not talked to Joe since he left the show. Oh, that was a bad split, huh? You bastard. No, it, wasn't, it wasn't really a bad split, um, but I just haven't had reason to talk to him. So. <laughs> Did he break your heart? Is this what you're <laughs> Not at all. Uh, it was more of Lamar and I felt that he wasn't uh, contributing his fair share of the workload to the show because he was also doing Atheist News, and we said, hey, man, you know, you seem to be more into this. Why don't you just, you know, go do that? And he's like, yeah, that's what I really want to do, you know, and it was it was amicable, but. And but you shouldn't he, tell Charlie that. He'll try to do that to me because he always <laughs> accuses me of not doing any work. And then he beats your ass and wins a podcast award. Right. Well, you know, he he is a very good self-promoter. <laughs> and my my main issue with the podcast awards is that it's more of a, a popularity contest. Not that I feel we'd win either if it was some sort of objective judging <laughs> criteria or a popularity contest. I think we fail on both accounts over chariots. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm curious, did you listen to that whole ceremony? No, I did not. You are one of the lucky ones. Leighton, I think uh, I think you're the only one who really I'm, cared about the podcast awards. Because I wanted five minutes to tell Todd Cochrane what I think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too much to, to ask? <laughs> I should have just Skyped in like everybody else just randomly was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we basically uh, considered a cynical ploy for self-promotion on Todd Cochrane's part, but, you know, what can you do? Probably so. <laughs> we, we, I think we, we mentioned it, like, early, no, late in the summer, and we never really pushed at it, because uh, ever since we had the split, and Lamar and I have been on our own, we've been trying, Lamar and I have been working more on retooling the show to be kind of what he and I envision it to be instead of the collaborative three-way that it used to be. So it's not a uh, menage a trois anymore. It's more of a no, no, no. It's it's guy just on guy. straight man on man action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure Charlie's going to uh, volunteer to join your man on man. He is quite adept. Excellent. Yeah, if you're looking for a third, I'm looking to drop some dead weight on our fucking show. 
Yeah, yeah. There's some fatty that's always with it. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We um we actually interviewed PZ a little while back, and Layton doesn't have a clue, probably to this day, who the guy is. Well, wow. I know that his dad's dead. We talked about that. Yeah, not not one fucking clue who PZ Myers is. Yeah, yeah, well, we started we started doing the show because I, I was a, a new father, and uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of money, and I didn't have a lot of resources. So, you know, how can how can one involve themselves in activism when they, you know, don't have time to attend all these gatherings or, or protest? Or there are gatherings. Oh, oh yeah, I've been to a couple of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> local CFI chapters and uh, American Atheist meetings and Atheist Alliance International. And there's there there's a lot camp. of stuff. I had no idea there were so many. There, I think that's part of the problem. Right. Is there are too many, and resources are so so sparse that uh, that just the administrative costs of all these different organizations eats up a lot of the activist money. Right, we're not Christians. We can't build a sixty-three foot tall football Jesus statue, get it hit by lightning, and then rebuild the fucking thing. <laughs> well, you, you know that was uh, that was God being upset with the vainness of the statue. <laughs> His penis wasn't portrayed quite well. Jehovah's mad that Jesus is getting all the press now. It's my son, bastards. (laughs) I'm the big daddy here. Crazy. So um, did that solve all your financial problems doing the podcast? Well, no, it was just a wave of... (laughs) No, not at all, actually. It does nothing but cost money. (laughs) Haven't you noticed that fans are dicks for not contributing? Just plain and simple dicks. Well, actually, we don't even have a donate. Really? uh, And we don't solicit donations. What's your uh, Uh, plan for (laughs) return on your investment? No wonder Joe left. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a cut of nothing is nothing. It, it's it's a form of activism in Lamar and I's view, and so you guys are doing this out of the goodness of your the kindness of your heart. Well, atheists are right. immoral, so how do you justify that? <laughs> They've got some sort of side scheme. We're, I think we're, we're, we lack what we lack in morals, we make up for in ethics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's no child molesting scheme you've got going. No, not yet. Um, I even even the the plan to get free drinks at con- at atheist conventions and and meetups downtown has has yet to really bear yeah. fruit. I'm just glad that you say no child molestations yet. <laughs> <laughs> we we tried to do a, a scheme to make money by offering a um uh, what is that diploma? Is that word a certificate? Diploma? A PhD. PhD. That's what we're offering. A doctorate. Uh, a much oh, much like uh, Kent Hovind's thesis, right? <laughs> you just have to uh, write a little thesis saying, hello, my name is, and then pay us some money. Well, it turns out <laughs> that it cost us more money to print and mail that thing out than we asked for. So, uh... yeah. Who's, who's wise business sense? <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a degree in economics, unfortunately. Well, we, we have got some great. We got a, a model iron chariot one of our listeners oh, sent yeah. us. We got a box of fossils from another listener. We've got knitwear. <laughs> so we we benefited in in other all, ways. All we and got is a. All I get are used tube no, socks. No, we, we got a gay penguin, Layton. That's true. We did get a gay penguin. Excellent. Keeps humping uh, my. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to say, my favorite things that we get are are the emails from our listeners in in Kentucky and Tennessee who are like, "Hey, you know, thank you. I thought I was the only you know atheist in the world." Oh yeah, so, they. Uh, that's true. Oklahoma, Tennessee, Kentucky. Uh, I must feel like they're, um, I don't know, <laughs> how do you, how, what what kind of minority is really uh, gays, I guess? 
<laughs> so atheists yeah. are now equated. To I, I think the right? analogy is pretty close, right? We can hide. It, and... Yeah, because I mean, it's something you can hide, and you don't look any different, you know. Right. Yeah, right. but a gay has a better chance of getting in the White House. Well, than they're atheists, more popular so. than we are. Yeah, that's true. But well, they, they do dress better. They dress better, and they got a better chance of getting on that's TV. That's true. We um, <laughs> we just need to all all atheists convert to homosexuality to increase our popularity. I love me some assless chaps. <laughs> awesome. So, do you guys engage in any debates with uh, Christians, theists? If we if we could find one willing to come on our show, we would. Well, evidence. Yeah, for talk faith. to the evidence for faith, guys. Um, they're evangelical Christians uh, who uh, oh. they offer a horrible, horrible podcast of pretty much the worst in Christian apologetics. And we recently debated them that they spent most of the time talking about our former Mormon backgrounds. Yeah. Really? So we had about 15, 20 minutes of debate. And uh, I guess we did pretty well because the next week they came on and spent a whole hour talking about how um, stuff that they should have said on the debate, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> my, my co-host isn't big on debates. He thinks they're they're useless. Well, I think that's so. true. Well, I are. think I'm uh, agreeing with you now. It's I think we sent Evidence for Faith a lot of uh, audience. I don't know how, if that worked out for them. But, uh, and then, you know, they go... Well, and, considering the audience was mocking yeah. them, I'm all for yeah. it. So. Then they go and they spin doctorate, you know, when no one can challenge their claim. You know, a week later, they spin doctorate. Ridiculous. Of course. So I don't know how big I am on that either. I don't know if I'm going to repeat that experience. That's pretty lame, all told. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like. Rather, I'm, I'm more like having the atheist organization leaders come on and tell our listeners about their organizations and and funnel, you know. Wait a minute! Did you guys way. have that that chick on that you guys were uh, going to some sort of conference with? It was something about zombies, if I'm remembering right. <laughs> no, there. Well, there was uh, a listener we had who's local. Who was? Uh, it's it's a kind of a joke thing. A zombie foo uh, class. Yeah. Where basically, yeah, you learn like to fight zombies. Yeah. Exactly. You learn how to fight zombies uh, in case of a zombie apocalypse. Again, uh, and Layton course, thought you were... This is accompanied with, with lots of beer. Layton thought you were serious on this one. I was of the opinion no, that you were no. you were joking. Don't twist my words. I brought up another guy who thought that the zombie wars were coming. Not them. I pointed out that they were joking, so kiss my ass. Yeah, last, uh, yeah. last year we did a um, kind of a similar podcast on all the other people who did the podcast award who were nominated. We pretty much made yes. fun of everybody, um, and at the end we kind of made fun of ourselves too. Yeah, one of our listeners pointed out, they're like, hey, these guys are talking trash. Yep. And once I listened to it, I was like, oh, I see what they're doing, and it didn't bother me. Yeah, it's funny because we had the guy on for more than one lesson, and, and he was so pissed off that he nearly sent us an angry email. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings up a good question. You get any good angry emails on your side? Not at all. We had like what that, is that? one from the Jewish gal, and that yeah, was we it. don't get That's much either. Why is that? I, well, I think that you guys might fall into I think the same problem that that we do in this, and that the name of our podcasts isn't very Googleable by the faithful. That's true. Who want to antagonize atheists? They they don't go looking for for atheists or people who are battling spiritual claims, looking for phrases like chariots of iron or irreligiosity. Right. They'll um, search for wow, atheists. Said it right. I'm impressed. But you get like Joe with atheist news, right? He's got keyword relevance way up there. I bet you he gets a lot more. Right. <laughs> than the... that's a good point. It's kind of a disappointment though, because when we started this, we actually set up a page to 
preview and post our favorite hate mailers, but we never got any. It kind of sucked. Yeah, when we were first playing the podcast, we were ready to have that segment on the show, right? Weekly, you know, hate mail. Because when we started, we were once a week. and uh, You're not once a week? And yeah, it just never materialized. No, we're every you other lazy week bastards. Right that sounds really good, Layton. Let's go by monthly. How did you get your fans to accept that? Because ours bitch and moan until our ears bleed. <laughs> Oh, they still bitch and moan. What are you talking He just about? ignores them. <laughs> you know, I work 50-plus hours a week. i got a young daughter and a family to take care of. I just can't, you know, I, I can't spend that much more time on a, on a podcast. I, I wish I could. Really, I wish I could do it every week. But it's just the schedule doesn't allow. Once again, you are overqualified in making fun of us who don't have a life and are able to do this once a week. <laughs> Oh, you can find a life. You just gotta, you gotta involve yourself. And in. I, I, I have too many hobbies and too many things I'm into. And it's, it's my best hobby is masturbation. Thing. So, <laughs> hence why he has no job. Hey. <laughs> it's because they just see that one right forearm that's massive. He's got a Popeye right forearm. <laughs> You got to take up some weight training and just do some unilateral exercise on the other side and make up for it. Then you'll look normal. Well, that that again negates my laziness. So. He's oh. too busy masturbating. Yeah, there's only one strain I like to get up. So, um, so you guys do? Apparently, you have no problem with chafing. Um. Well, Sorry. blistering, yes. Chaf- chafing, yeah. no. I use how do you eyes. how do you afford all the lotion if you don't work? Steal it from my brother. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Um, so you guys do um, all kinds of topics, right? But uh, you guys attack the Old and the New Testament? Yes, we do. Uh, I actually, in my spiritual but not religious journey, uh, spent a year going to uh, adult Hebrew school and attending synagogue. Really? Because I thought I might convert and do that. Wow. So I, I actually know quite a bit about Judaism. Uh, and I prefer to attack that underpinning Old Testament faith because, you know, that's the foundation. Once you Once you get that, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam all crumble. Well, what's your favorite dumbass Bible story? Because there's a lot of dumbass Bible stories out there. Oh, I, I kind of love the whole Balaam epic. He's this <laughs> uh, this mystic with a talking donkey. Yes, that's a good one. He was talking to his ass. Yes. Yes, who kind of works both sides of the Israelites and their enemies. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> The, the... I don't know, my favorite's always been uh, the people who stole the Ark. God cursed them with hemorrhoids, and so in order to stop the curse, they sent golden hemorrhoids back to God's people. Well, so. Which apparently <laughs> pleased God, because he stopped the curse. Yeah, he stopped oh, the curse. Right. So, Those are some uh, pretty sweet molten hemorrhoids. Yeah, you got to love somebody who oppose long enough so you can get the proper dimensions on those hemorrhoids. <laughs> what happened to the no graven images? I mean, is that a little asterisk on the Ten Commandments? Except for hemorrhoids. Those are okay. Well, God's an ass man, so we, we got to He's generally concerned with that below-the-waist region. Definitely. Takes up yeah. a lot of text. Definitely. Um, I also like the, the rule that two priests are arguing a woman can't come and grab him by the secrets or she'll get her hand chopped off. Well, and the man won't be able to go to heaven because his secrets have been crushed. <laughs> well, he can't go to the temple anyway. You can't go. You can't approach the altar of God with crushed secrets. Yeah, there really isn't much. There isn't much of a concept of heaven in the Old Testament. Oh, except right. As a place where God lives, and people don't really go there. Right. Um, Lucifer's up there as a prosecuting attorney, I guess, in Job. Yeah, yeah. So he hasn't. Uh, Job's great because it's just oh, yeah. kind of like the devil and God are just sitting there talking, going, "Hey, look at this guy. Let's fuck with him." Yeah, and God's like, 
All right. <laughs> Have at it. Sure. I'm, I'm omnibenevolent. Why don't we go for right, it? I'm completely morally good. Why don't you go ahead and fuck with that guy? Go ahead and uh, kill his children, all of his uh, farm animals, destroy his house, put blisters all over his face uh, for a bet. No problem. And, and, That's the type of God I Well, and then, they, you know, Job's friends are like, curse God, you know, curse God, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they discuss why maybe he's suffering. And the answer in the book is, eh, God gets angry. He's like, oh, fuck you people. I know more than you do. <laughs> Don't you fucking question me. And then the, it ends. Yeah. yeah it's uh, Old Testament. It's, an, it's, a, it's a sex and violence-filled romp. Yeah, it definitely would uh, would not make a PG rating if it were done. Uh... No, and I think we'd have to get Zack Snyder to direct. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of slow motion <laughs> stop footage. <laughs> definitely. Let us see us take on Samson and the jawbone of the ass. <laughs> I don't know. I was hoping to see the scene where they offer up the angels to Sodom and Gomorrah gay people. <laughs> take the angel. Yeah, or David with his, what, 10,000 foreskins? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna drag those back in a nice bag. <laughs> Excellent. That's one way of filling a sack, so What's in the bag, David? What's in the bag? <laughs> Look, I Liquid I've converted a bunch of people to Judaism. <laughs> Would you believe it's beef jerky? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Lord. So, um, Chariots of Iron is kind of your version of activism. You are kind of evangelizing atheism. Your missionary work. Not so much evangelizing, but just kind of being out there for for other atheists, you know, to feel like they're, you know, not alone in the world, you know, help kind of rally the the troops, so to speak. (laughs) Most of our, uh, most of the news stuff we cover is like attempts to get creationism in classrooms or different court cases that are going on. Yeah, not much uh, really um, pisses me off except for the uh, the whole Proposition 8 thing and, and the creationist asshole attempts to get their shit into the science classroom really pisses me off. Um, you know, you listen to these idiot evangelicals complaining about, you know, how only 10% of the population really accepts evolution after, you know, 150 years. Do you see a reason for that, assholes? It's your fault. You created the problem. <laughs> it was illegal to yeah, teach well, evolution for recently a Recently, a state senator in Oklahoma is trying to pass a bill there to teach creationism on side of evolution, and he's kind of talking about all these problems with evolution that clearly states to anyone who even has a layman's understanding yeah. that this guy doesn't know what the theory of evolution says. Right. Well, and that's the big problem is is the biggest advocates for it are spouting out this crap. They just look on an old Christian research center and it's all completely wrong. And it, I don't understand why they aren't just slapped no, down. Nor, does, nor are. does the senator understand the law. Uh, equal time was shot down in what, 86 or 87 with Edwards versus Aguilar? Um, stop it, you guys. <laughs> it was fucking 25 years ago. Stop it. <laughs> exactly. What, what our politicians seem to lack in smarts our judges seem to make up for yeah uh, yeah because they actually have to hear the counter arguments and we have great organizations like the ncse uh, right defending and, you know defending by and large in order to be a successful judge by and large you have to be uh, at least have a modicum of intelligence unlike being a successful politician right when all you have to do is have charisma and no yeah, morals pander to the people <laughs> which however did you see in in one state i think they um they had an organized campaign to get rid of some of these judges 
because of a some sort of political. I think they voted for gay marriage or something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to say that was Iowa. Am I right there? I can't remember where where the Iowa Supreme Court. I want to say it was Iowa. It was one of those Midwestern yeah. states that you'd never think would pass gay marriage. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so the people, but it was a court case, and they voted them all. They out. all got together, and whoever was up, they voted no. And so <laughs> that that to me smacks a little bit of uh, the popular vote interfering with the judicial process. But what can you do? Yeah, it, uh, this is going to have to go to the U.S. Supreme Court, and it's going to have to be decided at a federal level eventually. Yeah, and hopefully we won't have a Supreme Court packed with uh, Alitos or Scalias at that time. Yeah, we're five four Catholic on the Supreme yeah. Court. Yeah, very representative of the United States. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, in other words, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> we'll see. Sometimes you know. Sometimes reason prevails, even over not with Scalia. Scalia is going to have to die before reason will prevail in that particular seat. Um, Are you yeah. offering a bounty on that, or <laughs> God, he's he was appointed really young, which is unfortunate. He's he has a long road ahead of him still, I think. Yeah, well, Roberts is pretty young, Roberts too. Roberts is pretty young. Hopefully, he won't be as conservative as uh, as Scalia, but, you know, who knows? Yet to be seen. Yeah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Politics has gotten so frustrating lately, I can't even follow it anymore. It's tough to follow. I'm, um, I'm glad about the recent Proposition 8 uh, verdict, and we'll see how it goes in the Supreme Court. I'm also waiting for the Supreme yeah. Court to rule on the Westboro Baptist Church case. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, I'm I'm split on that one right now. I'm kind of have some conflicting feelings about that one. I hope but. the judgment comes down that the Westboro Baptist Baptist Church are assholes, and that's uh, uh, entered into the Supreme Court. <laughs> Public spankings <laughs> all around. Is that the uh, general idea? I mean, I'm for me. I'm hoping for a narrow verdict that uh, doesn't set a precedent limiting the freedom of speech nationwide, but narrowly kind of tailors the verdict to uh, this particular case. So something in the lines of Bush v. Gore. Some, yeah, something you know that says that that kind of verdict. It's like just this one time. Right. Let's not <laughs> let's not generalize this really too much uh, outside of the population of assholes that uh, fill up the Westboro. You know, the seventy-five assholes that fill up the Westboro Baptist Church. Right. Oh God, I hate those well, guys. Just we had Nate Phelps on the show early. Oh, in our, great guy, uh, great guy. Yeah, but man, the horror stories. Yeah, chilling, chilling stuff that went on there. Yeah, amazing, amazing stuff. Um, Leighton, you got any more questions? Uh, no, no. Actually, we are right at the point where we were hoping to get just uh, just enough time to get to I'm know I'm sorry, Leighton, do you have any questions at all? No, no, just smart-ass comments. <laughs> I'm still slightly tipsy. So. Excellent. It, it's still partying for Christmas. Shut up. Well, let's, <laughs> let's let uh, Eli plug his podcast, and we'll wrap it up. All right, the show is Chariots of Iron, www.chariotsofiron.com. We're on iTunes, we're on Zoom, we're on Podcast Pickle, you name it, we're out there. And you guys want to donate to Chariots of Iron, just press the donate button on our site, and we'll make sure it gets to them. <laughs> I'll make sure they do. <laughs> I will personally carry it to them. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks for being on the show. Really appreciate Excellent. it. Hey, thanks for having me. It was a good time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> thanks for coming. Thank you.